0: We've been in a relationship for six and a half years and I still can't wait to tell him everything.
1: Same. And also, we have the greatest podcasts on the earth. We
0: do. Did we mention how great our podcast is? You should listen to it and subscribe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: People are, and every question are saying how great it is. <laughs> so, Marital, can just every saying, person be wrong? The no. people have spoken. Hello, welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo.
1: Hello, my name is Steve Green. Are you sad? I'm melancholy. Why? Because I know that we have so many questions to answer, but we don't have enough time to answer all of them.
0: That is true. We have so many, so many wonderful questions from all of you guys, and we're going to do our best to get through as many as possible today, but we will get through all of them eventually on future episodes. We can't get through all of them,
1: unfortunately, because some of you are very (laughs) long-winded.
0: Well... So us, I don't blame us. Yeah. Well, I blame you. I blame you. Your intro of how you said your name was really mel- melancholy and that took longer than if you were happy. Well,
1: I was only thinking of the people and uh, about how they need their questions answered.
0: I understand. And that's valid. Um, so let's just jump into it then. Okay. So we have a lot of questions from you guys. It's been a while since we did a... Re- uh, a I was going to say relationship Q&A. It's just a Q&A. You can submit questions about anything to podcast at nikki.limo. That's but right. this particular episode is filled with relationship questions. And as we are, not experts, but wink, wink, experts at relationship advice, we will give you some I think we're
1: experts, and I'm not going to lie about it any longer. You
0: know, have we put 10,000 hours into a relationship? Because then I guess we would be... I think
1: so, for sure. Jesus.
0: I mean, it feels like it. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. So, our first question. Um, I don't know if they want to remain anonymous or not, so I'll just won't say your name. But um it goes hi steve and nikki love the show and i'm not just saying that because people who start off that way are 10 times more likely to be on the show lol you are correct and also That's thank true. you please bring that if you say you
1: don't if you don't even say anything about the show we we skip we just it. skip we skip it
0: we're gonna skip so many today yep.
1: and we had somebody who just opened with i really need your help and we just skipped we moved on we just skipped we moved on yeah
0: I've heard you guys give a lot of breakup advice in the past and I really admire both of your perspectives on the subject and in life too. Both of your personalities resonate a lot with me, which is another reason why I love listening to the show. Oh my gosh, she says it again. She's Thank here you. For the vibe. Thank you. I was hoping to get a little bit more insight on a mutual breakup, aka breakups that happen because both parties agree it's for the best. I don't know if it's a common thing or if it's just my assumption that when mutual breakups happen, usually both parties still love each other, but they have just come to the difficult decision of knowing it's time to move on. Yeah, uh, you recently helped Jess and Joe come to this realization and they seem to be handling it positively and maturely.
1: Not just helped, we forced them to break up. In our living room. That's right.
0: That's what happens when you come over to our house. That's get right. Get ready to get your relationship tested.
1: Don't be married. Hopefully. And don't have kids.
0: I mean, you can be that, but you better be strong. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> be we ready are to go. forced to be reckoned with. Uh huh. All right. She continues, I I got out of my first relationship and it ended mutually, but I'm still having a hard time adjusting to the fact that it's actually over and therefore would like some advice. Also, I'll note that I've seen Steve's breakup video multiple times and resonate a lot with what he says there. The part where he says that he feels like he has to eat his own words because he promised her to always be there for her and what was best for her was not him. Gets me every time. Holy shit.
1: Well, if only I had known what a bitch she was.
0: (laughs) True. We'll get to that. We'll leave that in. We'll get to that. Uh, As background, this was both of our first relationships. We're both 22 years old. We were only together for six months while we studied abroad for... Well, oh, he studied abroad for one year and then moved back to Canada to go to school. We've talked since the breakup and agreed that we were both going through tough situations independently that we were then bringing into the relationship, hoping the other one would sort of help fix the other. I know I hit a really low self-confidence point in my life, and while we were together, I lost my dog and moved out of college out of my college apartment to a new city where I had no friends because of work I was seeking from them a lot of affirmation and support that they were just not able to provide because they were dealing with homesickness and the loss of their oh yeah the homesickness oh I see loss of their grandmother, an upcoming back major back surgery. Um, we fought a lot towards the end because of miscommunication and because we felt the other person was not meeting the other's expectations. We decided to end things and then I visited them in Canada recently and we had probably the most mature conversation we ever had. We really listened to each other and agreed it wasn't our time to be in a relationship, but we cherished what we had. The conversation also made me feel that we have come a long way since the beginning of our relationship and the individual growth we have had through our time apart and the mature conversations we had when we reunited kind of proved to me that maybe we can make it Maybe we can make it work with a little bit of hard work, but they don't feel the same way as I do, but still want to be friends. So right now they're stuck in a place where we still want to be friends because they like me as a person and want me to be in their life, but that does not, but does not believe we should be together again because they think we cause more harm than good to each other. I'm trying to showcase my side in which I think that while our breakup was necessary, it doesn't have to be permanent. And if they still want me in their life, then we might as well be together instead of stringing each other along with false hope or just playing around as friends with benefits, I would like to at least try for a second shot with our experiences under our belt and knowing that we still care deeply for each other to help us overcome future obstacles. What do you think? Should I give up shooting my shot and agree to be just friends so we can at least be cordial? Or should I cut all ties even though it was an amicable amicable breakup since we can't agree on what we want our future relationship to be like? Love you guys. Hope all is good. Terry. Oh.
1: Terry, it sounds like you already know the answer to your question, Terry. You uh-huh. want it to get back together with this person. Well, yeah. But you they want don't, to shoot your shot. They don't feel the same. No, I know. So, right. So, then, therefore, all you know is that you want something that they don't want. Right. And that's really your answer.
0: Yeah. I think that even if it was true that you guys should be together or whatever, they're not. it's not good timing. Because that person that you're going after doesn't seem like they're into it.
1: Terry, you just painted an entire room in a color that you think is dope, and this person walked in, and they're like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And that's all it is. Like, you're like, no, but this, we could make this room work. We could, we could get the right couches. We could get the right, like, furnishings. We'll make this look great. And they're like, uh, I don't know.
0: Well, she thinks that because when they were together, <clears throat> they hadn't been through as many experiences. Sure. And now, like, if they shot, if they gave it another shot, it would be d- better.
1: But what if you give a new person, the new you. Yeah. With all these experiences under your belt. That's what I think. Instead of just focusing on one person as perhaps they were the answer, perhaps they were the perfect person for this.
0: I think that happens a lot when she said it was her first relationship. Exactly. Um, I think we tend to put a lot of weight on our first relationship. Listen,
1: guy in the breakup video that you just watched, I moved close by so that I could try to win her back, dude. I was not going to take this laying down.
0: You're talking about you and your breakup video. Me and my breakup video. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was very ready to fucking fight for this thing mm-hmm. and I did not know that I was the only person who wanted to fight for this thing you know what I'm saying I, I didn't and accept it and it was so clear to everyone else exactly it was a fucking night and day like no brainer everyone was like, everyone was like this why, guy's why an is idiot he fighting so was he dropped on his head
0: yeah basically
1: so that's the point right like like because I believed that so strongly I was willing to move very close by and also basically into a closet I lived in the smallest place mm-hmm. and I signed a year lease. I didn't give a shit because it was my base of operations.
0: I ended up living there too. It was awful.
1: And I wanted to be close enough to protect her, whatever the fuck I told myself, uh, to uh, be there for her if, if need be. And uh, that was the the mistake, right? I was the only person who was yeah, going to take up the flag and fight.
0: You Well, you didn't have a lot of information and that information came from not knowing that the other person, when another person doesn't feel the same way about you, they're going to... Do things and feel things and think things that you don't like. That's like they they don't – they're not in it with you. So um, as much as you wanted to get her back is how much she did not want to get back exactly. with you. Right. And when you try to – force things or you think like oh well, i'm a better person now great be a better person mm-hmm. but with someone else because if someone's not gonna acknowledge that you're a better person or that you are like everything they want in a partner if they're if they don't see it they're just not gonna see it so or it's not you're not a good for fit
1: you. for them like right god forbid right that's that's obviously a, a, like what happened no so- matter how
0: you spin it It's just not gonna work. It's just not gonna work unless both parties are interested and invested, and you don't want to try to make it work.
1: You want a co-equal partnership.
0: You want people to meet you in the middle. Yes. This is the first relationship where I actually had someone meet me in the middle, and god damn it, I'm like, I wasted so much time with those other people. Me too. Fuck.
1: I didn't even know what a relationship was, frankly. All the other things that I did in life and love, whatever I fucking call that word. I don't even. I think they're all memes. Yeah. Because what I have now is so different than that. Yeah. And so much more like complete, and it's an actual like partnership. Yeah. And not like.
0: I feel stupid for allowing those other relationships I to do even happen. I honestly for do so too, long. but I'm glad
1: that they did because it yeah. taught me a lot, and it lets me appreciate the moment. And it lets us
0: give you this information. Exactly. Some shit they didn't tell us mm-hmm. is: hey, if the other person doesn't meet you in the middle no matter if they say it every once in a while cuz sometimes the other person will be like oh no i really want this you know what i'm going to step it up doesn't it? they're not going
1: to thanks to all that we're able no. to produce what i think legitimately is the best podcast around
0: the best podcast i'm not be sure, even sure kidding. To rate us. i actually
1: think that be and sure so to please rate five us stars. uh you know hopefully that well jesus that are going to be nice
0: five stars you yeah. Think, well, you seem surprised. You no, it's the you best said, podcast it's around. The best podcast around and then I said five stars. You're like, "Oh, wow, that's a lot of stars." Well, no, I was
1: thinking that's actually almost lower than what I'm getting at.
0: Oh, I see. You think there should be more stars.
1: I and I'm not even memeing here. I think that this is the best podcast around. I really do think. I that.
0: believe you and I and I think they believe you too, but then you were surprised at the five stars. That's why I was surprised. Oh, okay.
1: Just want to be very clear.
0: Okay. Next question. Hey Nikki and Steve. Love the podcast and everything you guys do. Thank you. We selected this question.
1: <laughs> Thank you for picking the best podcast.
0: Found you all from JK News, and I'm here for the vibe, as Steve would say. My man. So, a little preface to my question. I'm in my mid-20s, and throughout my life, I have not had a girlfriend until about the beginning of this year. So, you can pretty much say I'm a late bloomer relationship-wise. Yes, you are. That's okay. I feel like throughout my long single life, I've been working on myself, as I should, and would say I've come to a point where I could be confident enough in myself in many aspects. Wonderful. So, in my first and current relationship, I would say everything is great. We are having fun, vibe well together, compliment each other, hardly fight, and to the point where I would see this as a potential for everything. We've introduced each other to our friends and families and all that jazz, and she always brings up hypotheticals of being married one day. But that is the thing that sort of freaks me out a little sometimes. Being someone who has only been in one relationship, I'm not sure if I feel... I'm not sure if what I feel is love or if this is just comfortable and easy to stick to. I also feel like I would like to experience more relationships before committing one day. So I sometimes feel like I found this relationship too early in my life because it's going so great. So my question is, what should I do? Am I overthinking this stuck-in-a-box mindset? Am I settling with what I feel would be best for me in the future? Should I just run with it and see what happens? Any advice would be great. Please keep this anonymous. Thank you and keep doing what you're doing. Listen. Thank you, Anonymous.
1: I could be on another podcast right now (laughs) doing a subpar podcast. Uh I could be. You could be. But instead, I'm on the greatest podcast. So many opportunities. How do I know I'm on the greatest podcast? How do you know? It's because I'm feeling like this is the best show there is. And I think that if you felt like you were in the best relationship there is, you would have no questions about Mm. it. You would just be like, yo, I'm in the greatest relationship around.
0: Well, can I just devil's advocate this? What if this had been our first relationship? Okay, and we didn't know, like, there was nothing True. to compare to, and so like we get kind of spoiled because like, are all relationships like this? Is this the best possible guy? I don't know. Like, right. you know, you kind of start. I understand why you'd be second guessing yourself. Like,
1: but our, I will say that our podcast does get very highly rated on iTunes, <laughs> and so perhaps the from the outside looking in, a bunch of people seeing us in a relationship are like, this is really good. This is really good. This is really good. I wonder if this person is receiving the same sort of feedback that we get.
0: Oh, yeah. What sort of feedback are your friends and family saying about you? Do they look at you and they go, wow, you guys just fit together. You like, you oh, this is meant to be. Because I will tell you with all my ex-boyfriends, none of my friends and family thought that we were meant to be. They're kind of like same. looked at us like they were like, oh, yeah, that's an interesting couple. If someone's like, that's an interesting couple, mm-hmm. if that's what they call it's your terrible. relationship, it's not a good it's relationship. It's that's not- what we
1: all used to say about Justin and Joe's relationship. Thank you.
0: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, and not that it can't work or whatever, but I mean, because there's opposites attract. But I think people take the opposites attract thing a little too far. They because, they love to
1: ride that like, horse. Into it the shouldn't be
0: opposites attract to the point where you guys don't agree on anything or there's like you know there's no but common ground. You're also saying that it's going really well. It's also the first year. You you just got in this relationship this year. The first year is pretty good. For everybody. I mean, like with us, it wasn't because we were both getting out of relationships. So our first year was actually awful. But yes,
1: um, well, I think mean,
0: the first—I
1: mean, not the whole year. Yeah, I would say like yeah, a couple of months, a couple of rocky months. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But um I would say like for most people, their first year, if it's a new love, a new relationship, you're on cloud nine. Like you're like excited that you're together, that you found someone. You, there's still so much left to explore. Mm-hmm. So saying like trying to make a call off your first relationship and it's the beginning of your first relationship on whether or not you're going to spend the rest of your life with this person, yeah, I think it's too early to call. It's high
1: standards. That's high standards.
0: 100% too early to call. Also, you're in your mid-20s. Like You have time. Don't, yeah. don't
1: rush. You just walked into your first art gallery and you're going, is this the painting of, best painting I've ever seen? Yeah. You don't have to put that much pressure on yourself.
0: Right, exactly. Just like I would say, my best advice for you is just like live in the moment. Like, get all of the experience that you're getting out of this relationship. And just like if it ends up being forever, then it ends up being forever. If it ends up like, oh, you kind of don't feel the same passion in a year from now, then maybe that's a sign for you that, like, can you do it forever? You know, I wouldn't gauge it off of the first seven months of your very first relationship. Yeah, don't
1: navel gaze too much. That, that can happen sometimes. What's I think. navel gaze? Navel gazing is when um, like an auteur director like has a character stand in a cornfield and they sort of look at their belly button for a long time because they're trying to mm-hmm. contemplate life and shit and it's sort of just boring for the rest of us. Mm. Like um, don't stare too hard at something looking for meaning when um, – you can let life sort of figure it out for you. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Like, if you're, as long as you guys are having fun right now, you're in the moment, you both feel love for each other. Like, if you have warm, fuzzy feelings, you can't wait to see this person. Things like this. These are all signs that you're in love. You can't wait Mm -hmm. to see that person. You can't wait to talk to to that person. Yeah, when I see something cool and Steve's not there, I can't wait to tell Steve about it. And um, if I'm, like, at a cool place, like when I went to Tulum, Mexico, and Steve wasn't there, I was really sad that he wasn't there. I really wanted him to share that experience with me
1: when you were just at the sick ass fucking wonderland party and I, wasn't there, I was there i was absolutely livid
0: you were invited no and i you know were like uh, a makeup thing uh.
1: how was i supposed to know it was going to be the literally the coolest party i ever thrown? well and that's sure why you enough, gotta say yes to things 45 minutes later i, I see your instagram stories and i'm like what, is there an elephant in there what is happening yeah in there? it
0: was the coolest fucking party and you missed it it was fucking dope yeah and i fucked up yeah and i won't forgive myself you did.
1: and i learned, learned a great lesson
0: yeah so, but things like that, you know, like I, we've been in a relationship for six and a half years and I still can't wait to tell him everything.
1: Same. And also we have the greatest podcasts on the earth. We
0: do. Did we mention how great our podcast is? You should listen to it and subscribe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: People are, and every question are saying how great it is. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> so not, just can saying, every person be wrong? The no. people have spoken. Yeah. Thank you. So yeah. A g- uh, person anonymous, just chill. Just chill.
1: Yeah, don't worry about...
0: Don't don't think about marriage right now. If she brings up marriage, she's just excited. Just let her be excited. You can be excited too. I definitely talked about marriage with my last boyfriend, like my ex-boyfriends. We talked about marriage. Yeah. It's not like... A Your life thing- is not a
1: movie.
0: Just because someone brings up marriage doesn't mean like you're committing right there that moment. It's just like, yeah, at that time I was like, yeah, this is going great. I, I want to marry you, of course. When they
1: bring it up, you don't have to go to the bathroom, look yourself in the mirror and go like, oh my God. Like this isn't a movie. Like yeah. it's okay. is you like just let things happen in phases.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um and also just don't rush. Like I know sometimes in your mid twenties you think you're getting old because people remember in your mid twenties you're like, Oh my god, I'm, I'm pushing thirty or I'm yeah. almost at thirty and what if I don't settle down now and then it's never gonna happen and blah blah blah. It's just like fucking relax. No like mid thirties though, start to panic.
1: And I think that I would say that to my friends Justin Joe, I would say that to your <laughs> faces.
0: Shut up. Yeah. People are living for a long time, okay, a long time. So if you settle down now in your mid-20s, you got a long time to go with yeah, that person. Yeah, brother. Um, but anyway, good luck to you, Anonymous. I hope that helped. Um, next.
1: Glad you said Anonymous, huh?
0: <laughs> okay. Hi, Steve and Nikki. I love you guys on your channel and on JK News. Thank you so much. Nikki, I love all the videos you do. Oh my God, thank you so much. Anyway, here's my question. I'm currently listening to one of your Ask Anything podcasts and I got inspired to ask this question. I'm 22, and I've been with my boyfriend for three years now. He's also 22. Okay, so you guys got together when you were 19? Even though we're both Filipino, hey, Nikki, I'm also half Filipino. That's what's up. Yo, that's what's up. We grew up differently. I grew up with lots of affection for my parents where he did not. So I believe that translates to our relationship. Mm -hmm. He goes through stages where he gives me lots of love, especially in the beginning of our relationship, but there's been ups and downs with his affection throughout our three-year relationship. There was even a point where he didn't feel like having sex at all. I believe he becomes emotionally unavailable with times he's stressed out and there's a lot going on with his life. I also have a lot going on with my life. We're both full-time students and work part-time, but I'm always excited to see him and I'd love to give him lots of affection. By the way, we are currently long distance. Oh, he lives... Uh, he lives and goes to school one and a half hours away so we see each other once or twice a week on the weekends all i want is for my boyfriend to be excited to see me and engage in cool conversations with me but most of the time he does not even smile when we see each other after a long week and he seems very unenthusiastic throughout the date he says it's because he's tired he lives with his best friends and goes goes to bed at three in the morning every day he also um also he knows i like him to plan out what we do on our dates like i do often but when the day comes and that he plans something like going to the county fair, he seems like he doesn't want to do it anymore. Am I being selfish? I want my boyfriend to put as much effort into the rela- the relationship as I do. My bad is I nag him a lot for these things. Side note, we also broke up for a few days earlier this year because I felt like I wanted to see other people in my life, aka a ho-face, He's my first serious and long-term boyfriend. But he convinced me to get back together with him, explaining that he thinks I feel that way because he doesn't put enough effort into our relationship. I gladly accepted him back because I do love him a lot. I feel like he made effort a little bit after that, but now I don't feel it at all. I know he really does love me and I see a future with this man, so I really want to work this out. We are both going through a lot right now with school and everything in our relationship, so hopefully we can go to couples counseling soon. He's down for it. Hope you will answer excited but anxious to hear what you guys will have to say. Sincerely, Malayla is a fake nickname, but
1: Malayla. Oh, okay. Good to know.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a lot. First of all, what concerns me is your age, 22. 22, man. You guys got in a relationship at 19, and these this age range from 19 to mid-20s, you change a lot as a person.
1: And your age is also a palindrome, I will point out.
0: 22, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, the reverse is the same as the... First. I Yeah, okay, yeah just they, can, they, they have, those have dictionaries, who they're on yeah. Google. They we well, are listening to The Greatest Podcast, so I just wanted to provide context. Right, The
0: Greatest Podcast drones on and on about definitions of words, you're oh, right. palindrome, yeah. You're right, yeah. Um, so, what I was saying before I was interrupted by the greatest co-host ever on The Greatest Podcast is um, you change a lot as a person during the, that time frame. So, what you enjoyed at 19... You may not be interested in the same things at 22, 23, because, like, now you can drink. There's a lot of other, like, there's a lot of other things going on. You're not just out of high school anymore. You guys are both in college. There's different interests. You've learned a lot of things. You've been around a lot of other people. Um, You're long distance. That's another thing that concerns me. Yes. The third thing, the third red flag is that you guys have broken up before.
1: How long is long distance to them? An hour and a half, it said. Right.
0: Yeah, an hour and a half drive.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's doable. It's doable. I mean, I will say- not too tough.
0: My parents were in the exact same situation. My mom got with my dad when she was 19, and it was long distance. She was in Santa Barbara. He was in LA, and they would only see each other on the weekends, and sometimes um, when she would go visit him, there'd be girls knocking at his door, Mm -hmm. which was very odd. Um, But then my mom got pregnant, and so they are still married, but- would they be married but what a happy story if i hadn't brought them together right you know we don't know right maybe maybe they would maybe they would and
1: by the way hi mom and dad, hi mom and dad. thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm just saying there was there's a success story on sure. the other side of the coin right um that With did happen knocking. but yeah my uh, as the older i get the more stories i hear the more suspicious stories where i'm like i don't know if that would have worked out if,
1: uh, there are definitely quiet moments with your mother where we're all drinking and it seems like perhaps maybe it wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah. Definitely some quiet but they're, moments. They're in
0: love, they're married, they're in love, and it's going to stay that way forever, and that's what I'm saying. That's what's up. But I will, yeah, so um, if he's not excited to see you. I think what
1: Nikki's saying is that it's a long life to live. <laughs> and, yeah, if he's not excited to see what you. What I'm
0: saying is if you're using the pull-out method, it may not always work as a form of birth control. Good point um but if he's not excited to see you on a date after not seeing you for a week that's fucking sucks yeah and you just have to decide if that's something that you want because you say you want a long-term relationship with this guy you really like this guy you see a future with him but is that something you want if right now at 22 you're like fucking hot right now you're like in your young 20s perfect bone structure most fertile years you're an and absolute 10 he's not excited to see you and even sometimes like doesn't even want to have sex or anything intimate at all
1: With that 22-year-old in right your ass? Come on.
0: How's he going to feel when you're 40? Think about it.
1: You know what I'm saying? Think what, about you got it. a higher body fat percentage,
0: you got to have someone that's excited to be with you now,
1: like mm-hmm.
0: now. And you can find that. And if that's not what's happening right now, then either it's not the right guy or it's not the right time.
1: If he's not wanting to ricochet quarters off of that ass, I think you got your answer.
0: And yeah, people can feel that way when they're stressed. And uh, maybe you guys personality wise just don't match. That could be because like if I'm super stressed out and I need space and then this is the only time I get to I could see you though. So I have to carve out this time even though I'm stressed out. Yeah, I'm not going to be enthusiastic. And then if you're nagging me at the same time about like, how come you're not showing me affection? Look how much affection I have for you. And look, I have so much love for you. Um, I'm probably going to get pushed away. I'll go the other way. Yeah, definitely. But that's because it's not the right timing.
1: And perhaps you were right the first time that you made a declarative statement and you're like, I don't think that this is working. But then since then, you've tried to make it work and your results are back and they're the same as before. So perhaps that is your answer. Yeah. And 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 you can love the guy a lot and that's totally fine. But if it's not uh, something that you're going to journey throughout life with excitedly, Exactly. Th- then maybe not. And
0: you're so young; like, you deserve like to have fun. Like, and being in a relationship that's draining really can suck all that
1: fun out. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, I'm tired. I don't know, man. Sometimes I hear that, mm-hmm. and I'm like, uh, it sounds like a weird excuse. Well, that's
0: code for I don't really want to hang out with you right now. Right,
1: exactly. That's what it's
0: code for. Yeah. And um, I mean, being married and the fact that we get to see each other all the time. I'm allowed to have days where I'm like I'm tired I don't mm-hmm. want to hang right now yeah uh but the fact that you guys only get to see each other on the weekends that might put an added pressure that he feels like oh if he doesn't hang out with you that day then that's the whole week he has to go again without seeing you so he's he's trying to put you first but it, it it's just hard that the ups like,
1: are not that up and the downs are pretty down it sounds like so yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. What's what's a relationship then, brother?
0: And I think that couples counseling, as much as I totally think people should do it if they really want to make a relationship work. Um,
1: At 22, though, already, you should be going to all kinds of counseling other than couples counseling, brother.
0: Yeah, and it's your first relationship. If you're already going to couples counseling, yeah, definitely go mm-hmm. to individual therapy first. Mm-hmm. He has to work out whatever issues he has. Um, you know, like when he closes off and he has intimacy issues or whatever, if it's even an issue or if it's just like, you know, he's just
1: roommates. He goes to bed at 3am. He's probably having fun with them. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sounds like he's not having that much fun with you. So hate to judge it, but guess what? I'm judging it.
0: It's an uncomfortable truth. Yeah. Especially when you give so much love and affection and you just want it back. It's always sadder being that person.
1: Sorry, babe. It's boys night. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
0: I've been there by the way. Actually we've both been there. Yeah. We're usually the ones that are the chasers in relationships. Mm-hmm. And then the people that we're with push us away constantly. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, um, whether we know it or not. Yeah. Thank you. But hope that helps Malayla. Um I would uh either yeah, I would I would break up. I mean, I think you were right with your first instinct mm-hmm. of like have a hoe face, have fun. Um Maybe it is the right guy in the wrong time. Maybe in a couple years, he's like, "Hey, you were actually really great, and I was a fuck up, yep. and I'm sorry, and I want to make it work again."
1: He's like you tried to light a fire on my ass, but it didn't work.
0: Yeah, I was fucking around with my roommates, and like I wasn't in the right headspace. You know that could be too. So
1: and then you can say, "Too bad you missed out on all of this," and you put your hand all the way up your body from the bottom of your ankle to all the way up to the top of your head. Yeah. And, and then at that hopefully point, past that.
0: You're 25 and you're like even hotter. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I think you are, too. I'm visualizing it. I think you are.
0: <laughs> all right. I think we have time for one more question before we go on a break. Um. And this is, hey, Nikki and Steve. Side note, love everything you guys do online, i.e. JK Party, Sticky Show, Tasty Tuesday. Thank you. I swear to God we're not just picking questions that compliment us in the front. <laughs> this is just, I'm just going in order and they all have said that and that's really, that's really nice of you. Thank you. Okay. Continuing. I've been in a four year almost five year relationship and we started living together after about a year of knowing each other. I'm currently creeping in on age 30 and I'm ready for a marriage but he keeps giving me dumb excuses as to why he can't afford why we can't afford it or why we can't get married which we both have good jobs and are fine financially we both don't want a traditional wedding we want something more laid back and chill with just the essential people in our lives we've talked about it and he seems serious about marriage at times but recently this year has been been very off put to anything marriage related he's also very moody we can't really talk about my feelings or he gets upset and yells at me i don't i don't know i don't understand these moods or why we can't talk about feelings more openly especially if it's something we need to compromise on I'm originally from the South and people get married a lot earlier there, and he is Vietnamese, they tend to do the same. I don't know what the holdup is, if it's cultural, if he isn't ready, if he never wants to get married. His mother never married, so I'm wondering if maybe he just doesn't feel any need or rush, but I'm definitely feeling the clock tick away. And I don't understand why communication is so bad, especially if he does something that bothers me. I feel as though I can't talk. I can talk to him about it because he says I'm trying to start shit or change who he is. But I'm trying to come to a compromise so I don't feel like crap about something he's doing or saying to me. Have any suggestions or thoughts? How can I make communication better since we already know it's an issue? Is there a possibility of marriage or will I die a lonely cat lady? Thank you so much for your time and all you guys do is much pretty. Appreciated. Keep up the great work.
1: Number one, I hate to sound mean off the jump, but I don't know if you're recognizing what you're uh putting out towards him, right? And all I mean by that is the way that you phrased a very key thing that I key that I'm keying in on. You said, um, he doesn't like it when we talk about my feelings. Mm-hmm. Now that tells me something because I'm like, well, wait, so if you're just going to sit there and talk about your day, you're like, oh, I feel this way or I feel depressed or whatever. I don't know why he'd get angry about just talking about that. I think that you are talking about him, but they're your feelings towards him. Right. And and he doesn't want, and he feels attacked, perhaps.
0: Maybe, but he doesn't want to talk about it at all. So is she's just supposed to repress all of those feelings towards him. Because if well, I had a problem no. with you. Yeah. And every time I try to bring up a problem with you, like, even if it's an I statement, like I feel like shit when I when I talk about marriage and you shut me down. Right. If I'm not even allowed to say that, then when how do I even communicate with you?
1: Okay, fair. I'm just saying that I was just keying in on that because it sounds to me like she is a little more maybe naggy than I think even she's knowing that she comes across that way. Hmm. And, and and so to know you have to know uh where you're coming from to know how to meet your partner in the middle, I think.
0: But he gets really upset and yells at her. I'm really it, I oh, I really true. didn't think that you were going to take the guy's side on this.
1: I was trying, I'm just trying to. Oh, you're trying to I'm devil's an ENTJ advocate. Debater. I'm trying to do both. Okay, no, so, I,
0: I like exploring both sides. Right. But however, from what I'm given, the information I'm given, it sounds like he uh Doesn't won't let her talk about getting married at all. He gets really irritable whenever Mm -hmm. she brings up marriage. And it's been five years. Five years.
1: My knee jerk... Okay, I'll I'll be very frank. I was trying to make that work. I don't think it does. Yeah. My knee jerk is that I don't think that this guy is the right fit for you.
0: He's he's scared. He's definitely not... ready to
1: but she wants a guy who's gonna pull the trigger on her right. and be like let's fucking do this shit and, right and he's like i don't know So ha-
0: and she can't even talk to him about a compromise because it sounds like she she keeps saying she wants to talk about a compromise like if he doesn't want to get married then let's find a compromise yeah right but he won't even let her talk about that at all or in express any feelings
1: right so he's probably feeling like Okay, she's nagging me again. Here we go. And then so he's I think like, that
0: he, I I think he feels like if we don't talk about it, a problem doesn't exist. Exactly. Like we can just keep doing what we're doing. We don't have to talk about it and we can just stay the way things are. I think you nailed it. Yeah. And so you have to just decide if you're okay with staying with the way things are, if you're okay with being with someone longer like for on the long term. Um, who doesn't want to talk about your feelings ever. Because this is not going to be the first problem you ever have.
1: No. You know,
0: this uh, not getting married this thing. This is or, the beginning of This your is problems. the beginning. Like, you want to talk about kids later? What is he going to want to talk about that? You know, is he going to want to talk about um, if you want to buy a house, if you want like want to invest in something? Like, what are you allowed to talk about? If you can't even set the basis of communication of what you're allowed to talk about and, like, when things get icky or uncomfortable... Um, which is, like, the biggest test, I think, mm-hmm. to a relationship is, like, being able to talk about things that are uncomfortable and they make us, like, we don't really want to talk about it because it makes us feel bad, like, but we have to talk about it because we're adults and we're in a relationship.
1: I wonder if she's ever, like, um, I wonder if they've ever had, like, an um, I don't know, like, a moment about all this stuff. Like, hey, we never can talk about serious things. It doesn't
0: sound like it.
1: Right, that's what I'm wondering. It
0: sounds like there's been no rules set
1: like she doesn't she tiptoes around it she doesn't want to upset yes him maybe yeah that's
0: what it sounds like from i mean and i don't know his side we don't know we don't know but um it's it, I, I communication is definitely a huge
1: it's everything key
0: to a relationship like
1: and you don't have it
0: long term you don't have it if you don't have it then i don't understand how you're going to make anything work unless you're constantly acquiescing to whatever his needs are which is not listening to your needs yeah yeah. So I hate to tell everyone to break you up. you to the breakup episode. Yeah. Come to our living room. This is like our living room mm-hmm. and uh, yep. breakup. just up. like it. Just, just, just uh, breakup. You having a problem? Thank you. Break up.
1: We <laughs> will show you the we door We are now. the
0: breakup guys. And let me tell you how to break up.
1: We'll order you some Thai food and we'll break you up.
0: You know what's fun on a Saturday night? Breaking up. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's what I was going to say that's
0: what I was going to say
1: and on that note we have to take a break so that we can break more people up on the break yes we actually have break. a sound engineer and he's here with his wife and we're going to go we're gonna tell them the bad news on the break we'll be right back
0: hey thanks for listening to our podcast we just want to take a break to tell you to like thanks for listening to our podcast and if you want to rate it that would be really awesome for us like, listen we're
1: on break we're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now we're just talking to you like people as a friend and we just want to say please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts
0: like we're not desperate We're like. Kind of
1: desperate. We're giving shout-outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout-out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout-out right now to Mark. Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut.
0: Back to our podcast. Jenny Blight. Back to our podcast. Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven.
1: Huge. Thank you for supporting <laughs> the show.
0: And we're back from the break where we broke people up.
1: You stop crying in there. Yeah. And get the fuck over
0: it. It's just really uncomfortable for our ears that we have to hear you cry.
1: They say it's soundproof in here, but it's not.
0: It's not. Especially when you hear wailing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. On to our next question. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I have become fairly confident and self-aware over these past two years. And in that process, I have been taking more chances knowing the risk and rewards thing can give and take. My man. And through that philosophy, I have opened a lot of doors for myself recently. Yeah, but what about the best podcast that you've ever listened to? Like,
1: What about us? Didn't even
0: like lead with any? Oh, wow.
1: We'll forgive it for now.
0: We'll forgive it. However, the only thing I haven't built up to take a risk on is asking girls out. As of recent, I managed to lose 40 pounds from doing different club sports at my university. For my entire life, I've considered myself as a chubby dude, but now I'd say I'm a solid six. Can be debatably more or less. So Depending my previous, on territory. So my previous life experience hasn't been good for me in terms of romance. I know looks are superficial and doesn't mean a lot in the long run, but the girls around my age generally would not generally Would disagree. Would disagree. Now, having said that, I do consider looks into the equation of what I want out of a romantic partner. However, my mind believes that girls around my age still have looks as a big factor. Um, recently in one of my classes, I've been noticing that this one cute girl has been looking towards my direction from time to time. And whenever I make jokes in the vicinity, she laughs at them. Now this may, may just be my subconscious ego. That's thinking she's paying attention to me and finds me interesting, but I also have some other doubts. She seems pretty extroverted and a little bit outspoken and slightly judgy based on what I've observed about her behavior. I am generally a mature dude and a chill introvert that likes to talk to people, but could care less if I don't a lot of the, or if I don't talk, a lot of the times as well. With this clash of personalities, assuming if she's interested in me, would it be even worth trying? You now, are overthinking know, this shit. Let, what is your problem? I know. Let's get through it. Let's okay, get, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Now, I know it sounds like I'm building up my guard and excuses for not talking to her, but in general, yes. in terms of understanding people, my intuition has been mostly reliable so far in my life.
1: No, you're too and young to know that.
0: If you'd recommend me trying to ask this girl out, how would I even go about it? preferably in a chill manner, and how would I go about it knowing if I, fail, if I fail, this extroverted girl who has friends in the class will be in the same class for the rest of the semester. I really appreciate you guys helping me out with this. Been knowing you guys since I watched Totally Sketch video of Nikki fucking that guy with the pen cap-sized penis. Very nice. Thanks, JC. Thank you for watching. That was Jason Horton. Shout yep. out. Whoa, whoa. Um, well.
1: Brother, you built a whole fucking story. You never even talked to this shit. Exactly. What is your deal?
0: Is this Nate writing in?
1: I know, right? <laughs> uh, shout out to Nate listening right shout now. Shout out to
0: Nate. I Nate hope Green. that he
1: just shrugged his head. Uh, yeah, so, no, what, what, what are you doing, man? You it's, can't look at a lady at the grocery store and go, wait, she's shopping for peas. I hate peas. You can't project her whole a story.
0: Okay, let me tell you about Steve and I. Um, before we started dating, um, I feel like you saw me a certain way.
1: Yeah, I thought you were dits.
0: Yeah, and I thought a you were dumbass
1: bimbo bitch.
0: I thought you were a dick. Yeah. A fucking jock douche asshole. Yeah,
1: fuck yeah. Football yeah. throwing. Yeah. Cheerleader banging jock, right? <laughs> Wishes
0: he threw footballs.
1: <laughs> football, maybe uh, um, football washer? Washing.
0: Oh, I thought you – just watch watch the football games, which
1: you do. That's for sure.
0: You do a lot of that. Um, But, yeah, so uh, I think that, you know, we come from these – different life experiences and you build your intuition off of that and you think it's so great also you're very young you know like you chill a little bit you're very bit. young
1: but you think your intuition is already fucking nailing these things man yeah don't don't do that to yourself you haven't met- don't do it to yourself is all i'm saying you
0: haven't learned enough about their backstory yet if you have if you can't even ask a girl out you definitely haven't learned about her enough people's lives
1: you had the balls to sit here And say how she's prejudgy while you judge her entire fucking life from one interaction. You are the judgy person, my friend and fan. But I
0: think that's what people do, is you are projecting your own insecurities. So if you're a judgy person, you're
1: like, oh, she's judgy. She's too judgy for me. Yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe you would enjoy judging things with her together. Cause me and Nikki sure as shit do that. It's oh, yeah. very fun. So
0: then I showed picture. A picture. I so I showed Steve a picture of me from high school. Yes. One time when we were on set. When a pivotal he moment. Was single, and uh, yeah, he got a completely different picture of who I was. I was like,
1: holy shit, she's actually. I get it now. She didn't get hot till later, so she's not just a bitch who's was hot always. Because
0: I would also, I would always talk about my depression and how sad I was, and how I would go home and cry and and like. Cuddle my cats
1: And I just thought That you're some girl Who didn't get invited To enough birthdays And so she was depressed Yeah
0: you're like all, Oh she's quirky Or whatever Yeah But no I was wrong Yeah Deep backstory But you know what He wouldn't have known I will
1: say I didn't judge you That harshly I'm No just, I know it's just, yeah. I know
0: But I'm just saying That people project Like, yes. they're like they, they see you And they're like Oh I've known your type I know, I know who you are as a whole person. I know your whole backstory. And I will say what I put out to the world, I I try to cover that, you Mm -hmm. know, like I try to hide like a lot of sadness because like that's not fun to be around a sad girl all the time. But I'm open about it. Um, But like, you know, you don't know her. Maybe she's her way of covering different aspects of her personality is by being an extrovert, you know, or by like, um. Saying her opinions on things because that's a likable thing. She's
1: laughing at your jokes, man. She's, yeah. she's trying to interact with you a little bit.
0: Take it easy. Yeah,
1: just it's okay. Have you had a
0: conversation with her yet?
1: Right. I don't think it that was mentioned
0: like at all. You, it sounds like you're overthinking even going up to start a conversation. I you would think it's start... a waste of your
1: time because she's not a perfect fit and she's not going to marry you. The glass slipper doesn't fit.
0: Right, but start with a conversation. Jesus. I think you don't Is it need so to, hard. You don't need to make it a marriage proposal right away, like. Yeah. I feel like people think they need to make a move or don't even talk to them. <laughs> and like, I hate—I
1: hate to bust. There's your, a middle ground. I hate to bust your balls this hard, but if you have been watching us this long, then you know that that's how that's how we do, and that we do it out of love.
0: What? Bust balls? Bust balls? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For show. Did you have something you were going to say? No, that was it. Oh, but you want to help this guy out a little bit?
1: I think that we just did. Oh. I think he needed his balls busted bust a little bit, and I think it's time for him to just go say hi to but her. But
0: what's what's the actual advice? Like, he wants an action step. What's the
1: step? Go say hi to her and just have a conversation just with her. Just have
0: a conversation. Get to know a person.
1: Yeah. Have and a, start like, doing that with more people yeah. that you prejudge. Instead of, every time, okay, how about this? Every time that you determine someone's entire life story just by a couple of things, hmm. step back and go, wait a minute, I haven't even talked to them yet, what am I talking about?
0: Right. Like I
1: don't actually know them yet.
0: I think how about this? Here's some action steps for you. Go have a conversation. If the conversation is like more than 5 minutes and she laughed at your jokes, like you know you guys are having a good time, then on the next time you have a conversation, ask her to coffee. Or at the end of that conversation if you're confident enough, ask her to coffee. Be like, "Hey, you got you uh get do you want to get coffee before class next week or um Hey, I noticed you go uh, hang out over here sometimes. I don't know what you notice about her, but maybe you're like um, maybe, maybe we can... she hangs out in the quad. Yeah, like you want to study together sometimes. Studying is always a good one if you're in a class together. Mm-hmm. Like, do you are you part of a study group? Like, maybe we could study together sometimes, or maybe we could um, grab a drink. There's this bar that I really like, or. There's this movie you want to see, The Joker. Maybe that's not a good one to go on a date with, but nah, probably kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we we'll like, a kind of murdering yeah, so movie. Somewhere, somewhere where you can talk yeah. is better. Um, like coffee, dinner or uh, lunch. Yeah, something light. Start light. Daytime, not dinner. Something light, coffee or, or lunch. Okay, there's your action step. Do it, and if you don't do it, I'm disappointed in you. am mm-hmm. not mad. I'm just disappointed. All right, next. We have a 28 year old virgin. Nikki and Steve, I love your podcast. I watch at home and, I, and also at work. Thank you. My life synopsis for Steve, I have been overweight my whole life, I have poor self-esteem and low confidence. I grew up being shamed by my family and feel embarrassed slash uncomfortable talking about guys slash relationships slash dating slash sex slash et cetera. I'm a 28-year-old virgin that has never been in a relationship or have even had my first kiss. This used to not bother me since I kick ass in academics and have been progressing in my career. But as I get older, I feel lonely and would like to be in a relationship. How do I start working on getting over my crippling shame, gain confidence, and love myself? I've been given typical advice like lose weight, be bold, etc. But it's easier said than done. I I respect you both. Thank you for keeping me company with your podcast. Love you guys. Silly.
1: First of all, thank you for writing in. We appreciate it. Silly. You, um, I know that, uh, dude, I have had people, you know, I was on JK news and somebody told me to lose weight like a couple months ago, uh, as a joke. And it, and it was funny. Uh, but, uh, you know, it is kind of the simple things sometimes that, that are just sort of what we need to do. Like, and losing weight is, is not something where it's like, well, it is easier said than done because you do have to put the work in. And you do have to wake up every day and just try to work on yourself. But that is what it's about. It's about every day working on yourself. And not just about working on your academics or one part of your body or brain. Work on yourself. The
0: whole body. The whole. Exactly. You are a whole person. And there are, there are many aspects to – I wanted to make a whole episode about this actually. Mm. But there's eight like – areas of a person's life that if one area is completely depleted or off balance if it's like if it, the tank is empty in that area it affects all the other areas so don't think just because you're killing it a, a career you're killing it at, at it. one thing then fine. like you don't even need the health or you don't need the relationship or you don't need the family you need all of it mm-hmm. and you and it all directly affects each other so um i think sometimes when we're kicking ass at one thing we almost use that as a wall or an excuse to not have to work on the other things Mm -hmm. like well i don't yeah like i'm so fulfilled by my career that i don't even need this whole aspect of a life experience exactly
1: so yeah i think that um you know it sucks man because it's like like you said there is no easy way to do this stuff you have to go do it but um i watched this there's this uh short that this guy used to do uh, Maker Studios with, his name's Beck Bennett, he went on to do SNL. Mm -hmm. He made this short called Puddles, I think, you can look it up online, but it's about a guy who gets dumped. And he just goes every day to the gym and he makes puddles. Um, Then there's just puddles of sweat. And he he goes to try to make those puddles so that he knows that he worked on himself. And I always thought that that was a really cool uh, short that he did, Yeah. yeah. Because that is the, the whole idea, right, is if you look at a year of going to the gym, that looks like a lot of fucking work. Just like when I was talking at the break to our sound guy, Mark. When you look at a blank piece of paper and you go, I have to write a whole script or a whole whatever I want to do with my life on this, that's hard. It's really but daunting. But if you treat it one page at a time, um, it's really not that hard because you're working on that page in that moment And say you do a page a day, you can write a screenplay in 90 days.
0: Or even if you say to yourself, I'm not going to even work on the screenplay yet, I just want to put pen to paper every day for, you know. As an exercise. Yeah, as an exercise. And then it, it generates ideas eventually. And then you use those ideas and then that eventually starts you working on the screenplay or whatever it is. But just the act and the habit of doing something towards your goal every day, no matter how small it is,
1: there's a guy named Scott Adams who wrote Dilbert who advocates for even if you aren't going to go to the gym, uh, put on your gym clothes and it every day, every morning. Because it just gets you in that routine of like I am doing this right now to better myself. So like even if you're sick or whatever the fuck, you put on your gym clothes. That's the idea behind it. And it just gets you in that mindset of like, I'm not just going to do the samey same bad habits things that's gotten me here. I'm going to try something different. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll get that way with that mindset. It'll get you into the gym more. Like that's the whole idea.
0: Yeah. And I also wouldn't attack this as like, um, I am doing this because I want a relationship and like this is for the relationship or whatever. Do it. Because you're working on yourself. That's it. And then you'll eventually attract a relationship that matches however you feel about yourself. Like attracts like. So whatever you feel about yourself, that's the type of person you're going to attract. That's that's how people are going to treat you. So, uh, Something that I've I've realized through a long time, you know, not liking myself and then liking myself, you know, like goes back and forth. I notice that when I hate myself the most is when I get the most negativity towards me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's odd how that works. Cause it's on a subconscious level where like, how do these people even know to hate me? I don't know, but I'm attracting that like, because I have like a negative energy around me. So people act negatively around me when I'm in that. And then when I'm, free flowing i'm in that flow state and i'm happy i notice i attract a lot of like really cool awesome people and like cool conversations so it's all about getting whatever gets you there whatever gets your self-esteem up and i think that for you losing the weight would really affect that it sounds like if you've based your self-esteem off of that you just
1: told us about yourself and the biggest you you said everything was positive except for that you don't Work on your body, so that's the only reason. The relationship why relationship stuff, but I,
0: but I also just wanted to add, um, maybe see a therapist because there are reasons why we gain weight that are not about health. They're they're not about that. It's about you might have other issues like depression, um, like psychological issues of why you form these habits in the first place. Why do you go? Why why would maybe you overeat and why do you overeat? I'm a stress eater. I know that about myself when I'm really stressed out. I just eat and I don't even know I'm eating sometimes. I don't even know that I went to the kitchen and got food and stuffed it in my face. I don't know because I'm just really stressed out. And um, there's things that you can break, like habits psychologically that you can break. That will get you to a place where you're in a healthy zone and you just go from there and you keep making progress. So hope that you do that. I think that you're going to kick ass in life once you get this part nailed down. And don't think of it as being an insignificant part. It's not. Agreed. Yeah. Good luck. Silly. Um, Anger issues. Hey, Nikki. I hope to remain anonymous, but I need to ask a question. My boyfriend and I get into arguments every other day. When we first met, or we first met when I was an escort and he was a client. After being in a rough spot for a while, he decided that he wanted me to move in. I did, and I stopped escorting. But I am a, an alcoholic. I am also a writer. Cliche. I know. When, we, when he first met me, I was drunk as I had to drink to get through escorting at the time I didn't enjoy it because it turned my quiet personality into this outgoing bubbly woman that people loved Uh, I've lived with him for a year and three months now and I drink every day to keep up this fake personality I make sure to be drunk enough when he finally comes home and he does like being around me at that stage of my drinking but I keep drinking and that's when things get bad arguments fights yelling abuse saying things that can't be taken back Threats. I feel like I'm ruining, ruining his life because I drink so much. He's 40 and I'm 25. I do love him. I find him to be the sexiest man ever and our physical compatibility is there. But when I'm not drunk, he seems to not like me. He thinks when I'm not drunk, I'm cold or stuck up and things are just awkward, which is why I continue to drink. Am I being selfish staying in this relationship? Should I leave? I'm so confused and hurt that I'm hurting him. And I know he won't be the one to tell me to leave, so I would have to do it myself. And I need some help or advice. I've also found this. F- I, I also I've found on his phone evidence that he cheated when he was out of the country. But that's another story. I don't know what to do. I love him, but what makes him love me is a substance that will eventually kill me. Without it, he wouldn't love me back. Please help.
1: You're not ruining his life. You're ruining your life.
0: Yes, and I think you kind of know that.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: you just dis- you're very self-aware. Yeah, you described it perfectly and I think you just need someone to tell you it's okay to walk away
1: and you need to walk away and, and you should there's no question about it this yeah. is the most breakup breakup we're gonna push on yeah. the yeah I today. mean we do push breakups. significant we do we love push them to hard. break people up we you, love you, it yeah this is this one's done this one's done this is <laughs> not yeah, for this. you this guy's not good for you this guy's terrible and you're you sound like a a, a broken person who needs help and, right uh,
0: and when you continually deny this authentic part of you like what makes you you and um, put on a fake persona, It that alone will kill you in addition to the alcohol, but that alone will drive you insane.
1: Yeah, I mean, who are you really? That's That's what you need to find out right now and you're not going to find out waiting for some 40-year-old guy to come home.
0: And you'll find somebody that you are compatible with physically. That
1: likes you for you.
0: That likes who you are as a person. But
1: you got to know who you are too. You and
0: be okay with it.
1: You can't drink every night to cover up who you really are. And
0: what, what I really what really stuck out to me was the part where you said that when you drink, you become a woman that everybody likes. You Like you become a likable, bubbly person. I can tell you that not everybody likes a bubbly person. Like you... You can find people that resonate with who you actually are, and it feels so much better. That was one of the biggest notes that I got when I was, when I was in acting. Um, I would, like, I guess my face looks bubbly. And when I smile, I, I could look like when, really Disney, especially when I first started. And so they wanted me to be that person. They wanted me to be bubbly and like cute and smiley all the time. And that's not who I am as a person. I can fake it for a little bit. But eventually, I, I, it drove me insane trying to keep up that persona. Um, once I was able to just be me, it, life got so exponentially better. And I was scared I wasn't going to book jobs if I wasn't that bubbly person. And I was scared that like I wouldn't find a person that understood me.
1: Yeah, I, I have a couple friends who are very introverted and they feel like they're burdens because they're introverted but I don't find them to be burdens at all. I, th- I think that they don't see their own value. Like they think that because say I'm an extroverted person, that they, because they're they're not that way, I- I'm not gonna like them or something. But that's just not, like they are valuable and fun o- on their own. Like they, a lot of them have like dark senses of humor. And yeah. like, it's not about like just being this cookie cutter person, like you, you can be a quiet person who is interesting and who is fun to hang out with. Like yeah. that is not
0: and it balances hard. things out. If everybody was an extrovert, how fucking annoying would the world be? be that would be so annoying. But I think what you what they see is like the world uh, gives a lot of attention and 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 praise to people that are extroverts. Like they're the life of the party, and like everyone loves them. Look at them. But it's that's just like the excitement going on over here it's it's not like how everyone feels about those people constantly it's just it's during a party if they say something fun it's fun but no one wants that all the time and those people have to recharge too and i just i feel like we're getting on a tangent here but you know like you, there, you need balance in your life
1: i just think that you went through something that was traumatic for you so traumatic that you had to drink and you need to give yourself some credit And go like, yeah, I don't need to heal this person that I'm with. I don't need to try to be there for them. I need to try to be here for myself. At some point, you have to be there for yourself too.
0: Yeah. And also, you're 25. It's the worst year of everyone's life. And it's because it's the time where you're going through the most growing pains, I think. Where you like really hit that transformative like, fuck. I hate this. Something needs to change.
1: Yeah, I mean, good luck. Yeah, that's tough. It's toughy. This one's tough. What,
0: do you got something to say?
1: No, I just don't want to, I don't know. I don't want to give her bad advice here. It's just, this is hard. This is a hard one. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think you should try to seek help out. I, I, as,
0: right. If you're, I mean, when you say you're an alcoholic, I don't know how far. Like sometimes if people, people say, I drink so much, I'm an alcoholic. Maybe they're not really an alcoholic like where uh, you're an addict and you live and breathe alcoholic where you wake up and you, all you want to do is drink. The, the, there's alcoholics like that or you're addicted to the feeling that that people give you when you when you drink. Mm-hmm. There's that. Um Regardless, you definitely should see a counselor, you should see a therapist, you should find out what the underlying issues are. If you are an addict, there are programs to help break that, and uh, I know plenty of people who go through those programs and who have found a lot of help from that, Um, and it's great. And I think that whatever it is, definitely see a therapist and see someone that can help you um, put you on the right path. But the... There's, I think those are two separate issues going on. There's the one, the alcoholism, and then there's the two feeling like you need to be a different person.
1: Yeah, and I think that they both feed into each other really easily. Yeah. So good luck, yeah.
0: Shit. All right. That's all the time we have for questions right now. Um, I have fun with all of your breakups, everybody. Yes, Hope you have a, a good time out there. It sounds like a lot of fun. We wish we could be there for each and every one of them. Uh, I think there was maybe one person in there we told to not break up, like just chill, like have fun with your relationship.
1: But we think that you should break up. <laughs> but eventually, like clarify. eventually, break up. Yeah, like thank eventually. You. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, all jokes aside, we love you guys. Thank you for submitting your questions. If you have a question, you could always submit it to podcast at Nikki.Limo. Um, we check those and we will do a couple other episodes of just Q&A coming up. Um, yeah, sorry to end on like such a, a down note. Did you have a final thought?
1: Yeah, uh, my final thought is whoever you are, uh, I know that you know you might be listening to this and you're thinking, well – you know, I I might feel alone or I might feel isolated, but uh, you're not. You're not alone. You just have to reach out to people who can empathize with your situation. And then you have to take steps to try to do something about your situation beyond just asking for help. You have to actually take those steps and try to help yourself. Yeah. And those um, are that's a hard thing to do.
0: Yeah, it is i my final thought is like god damn what happened to the vibe in here because like the vibe is like
1: the vibe's great the vibe i'm is, always here for the vibe
0: i you know this is the best podcast
1: it's the greatest podcast that's
0: on ever happened right and so um, sometimes hey I hope that everyone's here for the vibe
1: the podcast doesn't have to be the girl at the party who talks too much sometimes the podcast that's the only one down that's like. stand with the back against the wall uh-huh. holding a red solo cup and they can solo? watch the party go by i read solo cup solo solo cup yeah what did you think i said Silo. silo cup
0: yeah silo you said silo.
1: okay well <laughs> i meant solo cup and i meant so you just said it again that they're watching the party go by uh-huh because sometimes tonally it feels good to watch it go by
0: yeah it does doesn't it yeah okay wonderful well thank you so much for listening um be sure to subscribe Rate us five stars on iTunes if you have that going on for you. And we hope you enjoyed that episode. Write us podcast at limo, And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.